0: Let's bring in our panel. We want to talk all about Qualcomm, which is really impressing investors and JP Morgan. Nathaniel Bradley's with us, CEO Data Vault Holdings, and Mies Schneider, Director Trading Education Research over at MarketGage.com. Thank you both for being with us. Nathaniel, I'll start with you. Um, your thoughts on this JP Morgan call, adding it to the focus list on Qualcomm. They they certainly think there's something very attractive about Qualcomm. Do you agree? What is it that you're watching that they're saying?
1: Yeah, I absolutely do agree. And I think it's a great call just in terms of next year. And if you think about our own behavior, your own behavior, and what we do on a daily basis, it's moving towards mobile. And mobile computing is moving into more and more areas. So it's device diversification, their ability to dominate uh, mobile from a pedigree of having a standard where they've worked with and have connection and connectivity into the mobile ecosystem And as we go mobile and as things like uh, smart meters in our energy sector and um, the myriad of things that we do on a daily basis that are moving to mobile computing, um, it fits perfectly into the Snapdragon um, strategy of Qualcomm and uh, Qcom is a great stock because of what it delivers to the shareholder is both this financial performance that we're seeing, where the, the revenue number's up, stock's at an all-time high, but you have this, this, this headroom that's caused by um, really our adoption, uh, the, the economy uh, surging back, and, and these phones just being central parts of our lives.
0: All right. That was a good setup here. So we're seeing the stock pull back a little bit uh, right now. You can see it down one and a quarter percent. Nish, you're watching some of the key levels, too, uh, saying, look, some things come back down. But what are your thoughts on what you're seeing here and and the key support and resistance levels on the Qualcomm trade?
2: Well, looking at the chart yesterday, it made an all-time high. And generally, you want to see some level of either continuation or consolidation at that point. And yesterday's low was 183.11, and right now we're trading $2 under that, which could mean that we're seeing some kind of a sell the event or reversal stick. And that doesn't mean necessarily the end of the move, but it could give you up to about a 10% drop which would be a great buy opportunity. So in terms of levels right now, 175 has sort of been the bottom of recent congestion until it made its all time high. And if it holds there, great. But if not, I would actually almost prefer to see the stock down closer to 160, where now you have a much more controlled risk reward. And at that point, considering all of the fundamental changes and everything that Nathaniel pointed out, uh, it would probably be a very good buy opportunity. But there are headwinds too, let's not forget as a tech company, we do have an interest rate sensitive environment here. And with growth stocks being all the rage for the last couple of months, we're seeing a little bit of a transition back into value. That is something to keep an eye on too, technically and fundamentally.
0: And I think I think that's a great setup too, Mich. And when we look at this, um, Nathaniel, when you look at this, tell me about the, the broad shift that we're seeing here from J.P. Morgan, right? The, the shift on the call, um, shuffling it says, shuffling his stance on networking and hardware stocks and suggesting investors shift their focus to networking and away from hardware stocks. How much of this is pandemic related? How much of this is demand going forward? Because that's what we got to sink our teeth into, the demand going forward
1: hundred percent and they're they're spot on with the focus on network uh, network is giving us this uh, tremendous connectivity Qcom happens to have a standard pedigree meaning that they had a standard um, in every cell phone and they had a standard in the industry now they're smart enough to see that the shift from hardware to network things like serverless uh, code systems um, high-end security we're finding that these having single devices or having servers at all in some cases is not necessary and also enters a vulnerability for mid to small size companies in particular so cloud-based computing um, is requiring us to connect Um, there's other connections like smart meters and other things that are happening uh, even vehicles and other things that are becoming more smart so it's really this, this incredible um, ability that they've had to transform their company from uh, being such a plugged in standard base on the hardware side to now see this mobile connectivity experiential uh, becoming such a, a big part of the, the strategies of many different industries moving forward. And they have a laser focus on mobile experience in creating the absolute best uh, mobile experience and communication. And that that has to do with software and connectivity and really high quality connectivity.
0: Right, right. So part of it is uh, all things uh, digital, internet, 5G, uh, you know, all the growth that we're seeing as you're saying here. And Mish, you're also watching um, the comparison in price to earnings ratios and looking at valuations of a name like Qualcomm in comparison, To someone who might buy Qualcomm might be the same investor who likes Nvidia or Apple. When you look at the valuations, what strikes uh, to you, Mish?
2: Well, one of the things that I really like is, and and something that I've had difficulty with in chasing some of the big performers when they get too lofty, is because of the valuations, is that Qualcomm is still trading at a discount in terms of its price to earnings. And that's a good thing, because you're not getting into something that's terribly lofty. Um, And I just want to add, their their turn also into the automotive space is compelling. Because if I take off my trader hat and I put on just my consumer hat, I would have always associated Qualcomm with Apple and the mobile space. But the fact that they're getting more into the automotive sector, including a deal that they've made with BMW, and more into the Internet of Things, and that whole idea of diversification, again, and now if I take off my consumer hat and put on my yeah. trading hat, is really good information.
0: Yeah. So automobiles. Um, last final thought here, Nathaniel, is there anything else on your radar, similar or different, that we, that we should know about?
1: Well, you know, just in terms of QCOM, you know, one of the things to watch is just the the resurgence of uh, of our uh, businesses and and the use of mobile apps. Um, mobile apps are are enabling companies of all sizes to do amazing things. And you you see, crypto also forces us into uh, connectivity. And, and as as some of those technologies emerge and kind of get out of their infancy and into more consumer adoption, I think you see. Uh, Qcom being explosive in in, uh, 2022.
0: Understood. And you talk about apps. Hey, we saw Instagram, 2 billion users, right? So we see the growth. It's nice to see you both very much. Uh, Mish and Nathaniel. Nathaniel Bradley, Data Vault Holdings, Mish Schneider, MarketGage.com. Thank you both. Great look there.